Welcome to the weekly checkout at the United Show. I am your host, Son Vot. Uh, back again this week with David. David, welcome to the show. Ah, uh, thank you, Solomon. I think this uh, the break of last week was much greatly needed by the So again, so today we're going to talk about just a recap. We're going to talk about Google's new in-app purchase billing system, and then Facebook is merging Instagram with um, Messenger. Again, the, last night we had the Google launch, launch night in. I think that was the theme, right? Yeah. I mean, the Xiaomi, the global me launch online event yesterday as well. So, David, let's just dive in straight to Google's new in-app purchase. Uh, have you ever deployed an app on Google or, let's say, Apple? Yeah, uh, no, 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 personally. Personally, no. So, Google is saying they are reviving their policy. They are saying any app which wants to sell digital content uh, through Play Store have to pay Google's billing, uh, have to pay using Google billing system. So what this entails is uh, any any person who buys from your app, Google takes 30% cut. Right. Yes. So same with Netflix, wherever. I think, was it Apple which were fighting with Fortnite sometime back? Yeah. And the message, has, this story has been common. Uh, so what do you make of this? Uh, I mean... If uh, if I own uh, a castle and you want to go through it, then you have to pay some sort of tax um, to pass through but it. But developers right? have been fighting this all along. Yes. Um, so Google is saying, you know, uh, for the platform that we have built, we have to pay us 30%. And I think it's fair. I, I probably think it will be, it could be less. Right, because these are digital platforms. Uh, they are not as uh, infrastructure intensive as, say, a physical store or anything in the physical world. Uh, so 30% seems to be quite unfair and quite high. Yeah, probably come to 15% or less, or even 10%. Seeing as it's, this is really a digital platform, there's really not much that it's costing Google uh, to levy these huge amounts of um, uh, monies. But at the same time, Google is saying um, um, developers are... Uh, are free to host third-party app stores uh, that they can manage themselves and maybe whatever fee that they want uh, in order to avoid the uh, being being uh, being labeled as a monopoly, right? Yeah. yeah. So the the document is saying it's going to start next year, September 2021. Yeah. And then I th- I don't know where does it does it mean Jumia has to go through the same because they're saying here. Yeah. Uh, people are selling physical goods, let's say rights, right services, right ailing services. Those ones are exempted. Right. So that I think this encompass mostly apps and um, you know um, videos and yep. books and all that. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, quick one here also, David. The Facebook new news coming from Mark Zuckerberg. People really call Mark Zuckerberg evil. So they are saying uh, Facebook is ready to merge Messenger with Instagram, Messenger chats, not the whole uh, and then with Instagram, allowing people to communicate seamlessly across platforms. Yeah. Yep. So this is um, Facebook's bigger plan to unify Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram. Right. Uh, how many messaging apps do you have on your phone? 
probably five. I have Telegram. I have uh, Messenger itself. I have WhatsApp. I uh, probably have, uh, I don't know, a couple of, uh, maybe Twitter if it passes. Yeah, yeah, so I think this yeah. is Zuckerberg's, uh, there's, there's good, the good news is it, I don't, I, don't, I see it, is it a good news for you? Because like now Mark Zuckerberg will be reducing the, the idea of having more than five apps, messaging apps. You just probably use one. Yeah, eventually uh, integration and unification is is the end goal for Zuckerberg. I mean, you have this empire of uh, five platforms, WhatsApp, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, and Oculus. And why do you have to have five accounts for each of them, yet it's owned by the same company? Why not just have one account to log in to all the different services? So this is what Zuckerberg is aiming at, and it perfectly makes sense if you know you're invested into that ecosystem. Yep, I think it also comes with the bad sides of ads running ads across the whole platforms. But yeah. all in all, is good faith to me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so David, yesterday the Google launch night, launch nineteen. Uh, did you catch the event? Yeah, I tuned in. Yep. So uh, like four core things, four core the, uh, new gadgets were released yesterday. The Pixel Five, right? Pixel Four A, Five G, and then the the audio smart speaker. Uh, it's called Nest. Yeah. And then the Chromecast, the new Chromecast with Android TV. Google um, TV. Yes, Google TV. There's a lot to unpack here. Let's let's start with the Chromecast. Right. So and then what what's with this Android TV or the Google TV? What what does it mean? And because we know Google discarded Android, is it Google TV some time back? Right. 2014. Uh, so this is quite confusing, obviously. Uh, if you've followed Google for a while, so Android, uh, Google TV has been around for. Uh, it's been around. It it was launched in 2010. Then it got retired in 2014. Um, it was a TV operating system, but then uh, it folded, and then Google introduced, um, yeah, Google introduced <coughs> Android TV to replace uh, Google TV, uh, which is currently running across, uh, you know, smart TVs that are supported by the operating system, and now Google TV is back, as if it is an app that will be running on the new Chromecast and yet it's also an app that you can install on your phone and Google is also saying it's an it's a platform an app that is going to be running on future smart TVs now it's quite confusing what is Google TV what's Android TV right but as it appears Android TV is, is the operating system and Google TV seems to be like a UI that is running on top of uh, Android uh, TV. Uh, but obviously, um, this is just my understanding. There quite there is quite a lot that you know Google has to clarify. The the I mean, one of the uh, critics I have about Google is uh, quite terrible at branding, and mm-hmm. you know, and you know, unceremoniously. Um, stopping uh, services right at our own peril and now we have to start adapting or uh, figuring out exactly what google is doing yep so uh, how much so let's how much does the chromecast goes for it's uh, like 50, uh, six fifty dollars right 
the announced one. Yes, it, uh, it's fifty dollars or forty nine ninety nine if you want. I uh, will be available in the US. It's currently actually available uh, in some stores like uh, a Best Buy. I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, it's 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 going to be available uh, to other markets in the coming by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. So let's unpack the Google Pixel Five. So Google Pixel is the latest flagship, which adds 5G. Yeah. Support to Google's router. Right. So uh, it starts at $699. Okay. Uh, anything new? Anything you picked yesterday from the launch? The cameras, they were mostly <coughs> boasting about the AI, the, cap- the capability of the camera. Anything notable to add on this on the Yesterday's long. Uh, the most, of course, the biggest uh, improvement there is 5G technology that is coming across the devices and probably wireless technology and then obviously uh, the computational uh, photography powered by uh, AI mm. that uh, Google has always taunted uh, for its Pixel line of devices. Um, I don't know. There is, I, I mean, there is quite a number of people that are huge. Uh, there is a big fan base for the Pixel line of devices, but it's still a very small number uh, compared to you know the number of smartphone users worldwide. Um, I'm not sure what uh, Google intends with uh, its strategy, whether it just wants to keep the Pixel as a niche smartphone that appeals to only a small category of people, yeah. or they intend to make it mainstream. But it appears it doesn't really look like a device that is going to go mainstream. Mm-hmm. However, I have to give it up for them for bringing the, dev- the cost uh, slightly low. Uh, if you notice, it's uh, the Pixel 4a is uh, yeah, Pixel 4.99, and, and then the 5 is um, 5. 5.99. Uh, so that that price range currently is what you would get from uh, the other uh, sort of mid-range sub uh, flagship devices like you know the OnePlus Nord, uh, the Poco uh, X3, and you know um, you know even the iPhone SE. Right, that is the price range currently uh, between three hundred and six hundred dollars that you know the, uh, device manufacturers are targeting uh, with really high specs. Right, so you have to give it up for them. It's not a one thousand uh, dollar smartphone, you know, like what we get from Samsung or Apple. This is a device within that range that for people in the West, in the US, it's probably affordable. Obviously, here it translates to about uh, maybe 2.5 M. That Uganda shillings, that's quite an amount of money uh, for us, right? Uh, but yeah, on global standards, that counts as mid-range. Yep. So, um, well, yesterday also, there was another event from Xiaomi. Right, the channel is called the Global Me Launch. It was an online event, and then they launched uh, the Xiaomi 10T. Xiaomi Mi 10T. That's that's the smartphone, the latest right. flagship. And then they have the first smartwatch line. It's right. called the Xiaomi Mi, the Mi smartwatch, right? Yeah. Yep. So let's start with the Xiaomi, the Mi Watch. Okay. You wrote an article yesterday about it. Yeah. And then. Uh, I see it comes with 
the blood the blood oxygen sensor yeah. same one with uh, the same one which uh, iPhone has the latest uh, Apple Watch has not yeah. iPhone yes yeah, so talk to us about this yeah uh 2020 covid is a big deal uh and one of the ways to detect covid is your uh blood oxygen <coughs> levels if they are low then there's probably something wrong in there in the functioning of your respiratory system <coughs> right which we know that covid uh quite at attacks so a lot of uh uh smartwatch vendors are now incorporating uh, blood oxygen uh, monitoring into their smartwatches, um, you know, with the big guns, uh, big heaters like the Apple Series 6 are incorporating this feature in there. Um, so, you know, uh, Xiaomi has launched this smartwatch, the Mi Watch, which I'm quite excited about uh, because of the number of features that it comes with. Well, that blood oxygen uh, monitor one uh, is one of them. The other is a built-in GPS. I, I really like that. For a person that goes out jogging uh, occasionally, you know, you could just run with, uh, with a smartwatch instead of carrying your smartphone as well. Um, it comes with a 1.3 large AMOLED display. It's really bright with about 450 uh, nits. And it's, 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 it comes up to, I mean, it, you, it could hold battery up to 16 days, according to Xiaomi. That's two weeks, right? Or battery. Yep, that's two weeks. Yeah. Some extra two days. Right. It's water resistance with uh, five ATM, you know, and it comes with about a hundred plus uh, face faces in there. So I think that, um, now, how about the for, price for, point? for, 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 I think it's, uh, it's 99 euros. Yep. That is, that is great. That's about maybe a hundred and, uh, ten dollars. Uh, that price point is really, really great considering that the competition is offering a lot more than that. Starting with the uh, Amazfit uh, GTS, that is roughly on Amazon $130. Uh, or the Apple Series 6 itself is roughly um, uh, 399, something like that. Almost half. Yeah. Uh, So the competition, maybe the Samsung Galaxy Active Watch 2 or 3 is those ends of $400, I believe. So you have a smartwatch which is roughly $105 with all these uh, awesome functionalities that you would expect from... uh, the big hitters. Um, yeah, I expected it to run Wear OS, which is uh, Google's uh, wearable operating system, but it appears that it will be running uh, Xiaomi's custom uh, operating system. Operating system. Okay. Yeah. So two devices yesterday also, uh, new phones, the Xiaomi 10T and then the Xiaomi 10T Pro. Yeah. Uh, starts The Xiaomi 10T starts at 499 euros. Right. It comes with 6 GB of RAM and 128 GB of storage. Okay. Uh, same, uh, the, the 10 Pro starts at 599. Okay. 8 GB of RAM and 128. Right. I see no, it's no much difference. And then, so the 10T the, comes with a powerful camera. Yeah. 64 megapixels and 
score 144 hearts. Right. Is this is this is this is more than what Samsung packs on S20, right? It's 120 hertz refresh yeah. rate on S20, and this is a bit more 144 hertz. Yeah, and then the battery is 5000 mAh. Yeah, uh, looks good, looks good, and then runs a Qualcomm RAM ch- is the chipset. Looks is a powerful, looks like a powerful phone. Are you will you be excited to get any sometime soon? Or, um, well, you know, Xiaomi is taunting this 144 hertz uh, refresh rate. As I think one of the premium uh, features on its smartphones, um, with the technology it calls adaptive sync. So basically, your refresh rate uh, maxes at 144, uh, but it could range anywhere between 60, 90 to 120 and 144 mm. uh, refresh rate. Well, <clears throat> if you're a big gamer or if you're running really high graphic intensive applications, then it's it's worth it. Uh, of course, it hits really hard on your battery, um, but you know this device packs uh, five thousand uh, milliampere battery uh, with fast charging. You know, I think the device comes with a sixty-five watt uh, fast charger in there to give you uh, up to fifty percent in about thirty you know minutes or so. Uh, I mean. It's 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 great for for this price, you know. Um, again, roughly between uh, four hundred to seven hundred dollars. Uh, this is a sweet uh, price point for this sort of uh, smartphones in twenty twenty. I think it's worth it. Um, the camera is a big deal. Uh, we yet to see the reviews online. Uh, but uh, you know, Xiaomi says that they have really uh, put in quite a lot in the uh, camera department. Yep. Yeah. Looking forward. Obviously, the the big the the biggest part uh, is availability, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The device is available in mostly Europe. Europe, yes. That was a an European event yesterday. Yes, and we I don't know if it's going to be available in Africa, Uganda, <laughs> Kenya, Nigeria. We don't know. <laughs> so how about us down here, we use what? Do we use the Xiaomi line or the Redmi? Redmi is quite Redmi is the entry level uh, series for from Xiaomi. I think okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite popular here. Quite popular here. So David, here on our product spotlight. We're going to talk about the Fifine USB condenser mic. Right. Uh, so just qu- listing at 350,000 on Oduka. Just a quick one. What makes a mic good? No, that is uh, an interesting question. But basically, uh, its ability to filter out all the ambient noise and to uh, give you that crisp sound. Um, you know, that's without all that noise right <clears throat> yeah um so this is uh it's a condenser mic uh, and it's great for you know podcasting and uh people Gaming, that are Skype. yeah if you're doing a zoom call a skype call a google meet call and you want that really really good audio for your audience uh it is a worthwhile mic for mm-hmm. that Yep, so he, here it says comes a plug-and-play USB recording microphone. Yeah. Uh, it has a volume knob. Yeah. Uh, it's USB powered, so that means uh, you don't have to worry about 
uh, let's say you don't have power, just yeah. plug on the computer. Yeah, right. To go. And then there's something here which says on Odoka, it says, call cardioid polar pattern. Right. So this is, captures your voice properly without, with clear, smooth and crisp sounds without static noise. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Let's, uh, you guys can get it 350. Use the DIG podcast coupon to get up to 5% off. Yeah. All right. So thank you, David, for this. Right. For this week's episode. Cool. All right. Catch you guys next week. That was the weekly checkout.